game. I wanna slam fools on the mat. Wanna suplex cats, give them belly to bats. Rock bottom, tombstone, and a sunset flip. So I need you to teach me that. No way. I wanna slam fools on the mat. Hear the crowd go wild when I win the strap. Boom, soft, sharpshooter, and a F5-2. So I need you to teach me that. Ladies, gentlemen, um, other non-gender conforming people that listen to our podcast. Boys and um, girls, children of all ages. We, as a quote-unquote news source, like to talk about some of the more serious issues and things that I feel, or we feel, that will change not only the world of wrestling, but the, you know, the, the, the foundation of our country as we know it. So uh, when we break this news, we break it in the most serious way ever. Gerald Briscoe is on Pro Wrestling Tees and Cameo. Um, wow. I just, like, I mean, there's nothing bigger than that going on right now. I just can't believe that the Gerald Briscoe is going to be on Cameo and Pro Wrestling Tees. This is big news. It's, it shocked the wrestling world to its core. It shocked America to its core. Everybody is talking about it right now on Twitter. I think somebody got sick, but other than that, I mean, this, this is... The biggest this is major. News. I think this is major news that just came last night, and you know we had, unfortunately we we did record a day late. We had to apologize for that, but things come up. But and I'm uh, kind of glad we I'm kind of glad we did because a bunch of stuff popped up today. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. This is but uh, so yeah, I'm a good job for uh, Mr. Gerald Briscoe, and it seems like he's going to be still having some form of income coming to him, and that's always good. Uh, welcome to the Natural Disasters of Wrestling podcast. I am Matt. I'm Don. Uh, yeah, it's been a it's been an interesting few days. I mean, we we recorded a show on Tuesday, and it is Friday morning, and there's a bunch of news going on right now. What do you want to start with? Um, I think you want to say something about Twitch first. Oh yeah, okay. So there's a bunch of sources going around about. Um, I think we mentioned about how your mic. I'm gonna switch to my. Much like, much like Twitch streaming, our streaming is pretty bad too. Yeah, I stream. I might be sharing um, Wi-Fi with somebody else that's on a Zoom call right now because that's what you know online learning does. Um, we talked a couple of weeks ago about how WWE was kind of upset with their talent using their uh, character names and sometimes legal names on third uh, third party platforms like Twitch or you know, Cameo and stuff like that. And so that they wanted them to cease any operations. Um, I think today was the deadline. Correct. That they wanted them to stop. Now, it looks like the WWE is actually not going to have them uh, stop whatever they're doing. But instead, they're asking the performers or demanding that the performers give them all of their information for their accounts, logins, and everything. And all the uh, money that they make you know, via Twitch, via Cameo, is actually going to WWE and they're only going get, going to get a percentage of it. And the percentage of money that they get from these third-party uh, platforms is actually going to go against their downside guarantee. Oh, fuck that. Um, so this is really... I, uh, the, a bunch of people are pissed. Uh, and it, and this, uh, this is supposed to happen within the next four weeks. Um... And, you know, 
it sucks because you know WWE has always classified their performers as independent contractors, but they're really taking a lot of liberties to treat them as anything other. Um, yeah. And this, you know, this obviously this is obviously very um, detrimental to people who aren't making money off of you know the, the usual pay per view, usual pay per view bonuses that they get, or even you know money they get from house shows. Or cons or things like that. Yeah, and it, and it really sucks. Um, I, so far, the only person that has publicly started uh, beginning the shutdown process on anything has been uh, Roderick Strong of the Undisputed Era. He posted on Twitter today that uh, after today, his cameo is going to be gone. Uh, and so we'll see what happens with everybody else, though. I think, uh, I mean, this is pretty fucking... It's pretty fucking shitty. Mm. Like, there's no way around that. It's pretty fucking shitty. Yeah, and it's all centered around greed. Greed that um, the WWE and Vince McMahon feels uh, that they, you know, because obviously they're struggling right now, so they need they need all that Twitch money and stuff like that. They're struggling in the most profitable year, yeah. And you know, and nobody's really uh, really knows how this is going to affect people if they change their names from their WWE name to their legal name. Mm-hmm. And people have already started doing that. Like Paige is now Soraya or Sarah or Soraya Knight on Twitch now. She's using her actual legal name, but it seems that if you have any sort of contract with WWE, they're going to want your account or information regardless. Um, and it makes sense. Like a lot of these, uh, some of these cats do have agents. So when their contracts re up, this is something that obviously they're going to have to put into writing. So that way, you know, WWE can't take their, their money like this. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I think I found a workaround that'd be interesting. I mean, I don't know how, how it would work out, but let's just say that somebody who streams on Twitch, whether it be Paige or, or AJ Styles or something like that, what if they got rid of their Twitch account? And what if their spouse or significant other made a Twitch account? Mm. And what if that performer happened to be in like a regular guest star on their on their Twitch account? You get what I mean? Yeah. Like it's not technically their Twitch account; it's their partner's. So WWE can't take you know whatever money their partner makes from Twitch out of their downside guarantee because they don't have a fucking downside guarantee. No, they could do things like limit their appearances, though. That is true. That is true. Um, would it still count if, like, like would it have to be on on camera appearances? You think, like, would they have to like be like, you can't use your voice either because, like, it, it'd be easy for like AJ Styles to be playing and still reacting, like, you know, off camera. He, you know I, mean, I mean, they they can control because, for example, in the podcast medium, it's just mostly audio. So, for example, someone does an interview, WWE doesn't want them to be doing interviews. They can, yeah. you know. They can say, nah, fam. This is true. Uh, it's still stupid, but I, yeah, this is true. Um, um, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. It's been a weird couple of days because there's been a lot of news. Yeah. So much show. Um, oh, should we talk about New Japan? Uh, yeah. I mean, we, have, we don't talk about New Japan often, but this was actually interesting news. Um, yeah, so New Japan CEO, I can't pronounce his name for the life of me. Um, 
how, how respectful you are. Yeah, I'm so respectful to the Japanese culture. Harold Miji, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. So he has been removed as president of New Japan Wrestling. Yeah. Um, and people are considering it a good news kind of move for AEW and a lot of uh, non-Japanese wrestlers. So Meijin has been, you know, he's been reported to be very successful in terms of business mm. and getting getting money. So it's one of the, he's one of the reasons why we had two nights of Wrestle Kingdom this year. But, you know, it came at the expense of losing Omega, losing Bucks, losing all, almost almost a lot of their, you know, non-Japanese wrestlers. Yeah, their biggest their biggest draws, their biggest Gaijin talent um, ended up leaving for AEW. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, the Bucks and Kenny uh, haven't been necessarily shy about um, voicing their displeasure about how they were treated on their way out. Because, they, you know, if they had been treated better than New Japan, you know, we might not have AEW right now. Yeah. You know, like, cause like the, you know, starting AEW was a huge gamble, but uh, yeah, this, this dude probably was uh, a factor in not showing, I guess, uh, how respected they were. But to be fair also, I think they felt like they had too many um, outside talents or foreign talents taking away star power from, you know, their own quote unquote, their own wrestlers, you know, mm-hmm. like non-Japanese stars. Because I think the only major star that I can think of, you know, that's not that's Japanese is maybe Okada, like the new, like the newest one, is mm-hmm. Okada, and maybe Evil Now. Evil Now, yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I don't know, like Tanahashi, Naito, Naito. Yeah. like I think those are pretty big names. I'm not gonna say they're not pretty big names, but like you know, when people name you know great wrestlers of NJPW, I think like. Naito and Tanahashi and Takahashi are probably at the end of the list, you know, past Okada. Shinsuke Nakamura was one. That's true. But then again, like, when Nakamura was there, not a whole lot of eyes were – not a whole lot of, uh, you know, eyes in the United States were on Nakamura. Uh, Maybe because they were a little bit more because that's around the time AJ Styles was with Bullet Club. Yeah. But I don't think everybody was watching NGPW closely – as closely as they were after uh, AJ left. You know, that's fair. That's fair. Um, it's just interesting, like the new dynamic that's going to go forward. So the new president that's replacing him, I'm going to butcher his name so so badly. We apologize uh, to any of our Japanese listeners or anybody that speaks Japanese. Um, we are Mexican. We have yeah. a hard time with names that <laughs> come from the east. So Takamari Obari. That's close. Not mistake. That's close. Pretty close. So, it's it's been said that you know him taking over is going to be a good move for move for Gaijin wrestlers as well as you know building a relationship with AEW. Yeah. Um. Isn't it true that one of the factors of uh, getting the old president out was that he set really high standards for uh, what they were going to make this year, even with the the with COVID. Yeah. Yeah, because he wanted to make like, you know, I think like half a billion or half a million or something like that, or half a billion, I think, something like that. It was really out there. And of course, like, you know, COVID hit them earlier than it hit us. And so um, I think they tried to do some stuff to make up for it. But obviously, you know, um, 
you can't really do that. And I think that really hurt him, unfortunately, like that. So I think it's a little bit unfair, but I mean, they have to do what they have to do for business. Yep. Um, speaking of COVID stuff, so WrestleMania, WrestleMania 36 was supposed to take place in Tampa Bay this year. Uh, WrestleMania 37 was supposed to take place in LA the next year. We were actually kind of planning something out to maybe go out there for it. Well, uh, Hollywood. That's all they called it was Hollywood. But what's happening with that now, Donald? Maybe it's Hollywood, Florida this year? That's not, hey. I mean, they, hey, they had a technicality. They only said Hollywood. Yeah. Uh, looks like 37 is going to be moved to Tampa Bay. Um, the Hollywood WrestleMania is kind of, you know, up in the air right now. But uh, so it was actually WrestleMania 2021 was supposed to take place in uh, SoFi Stadium. Yes, the new SoFi Stadium that is the uh, Rams' new uh, stadium for them to play in in Inglewood. Mm-hmm. And, uh, ooh, you put it in Inglewood? Huh? You put it in Inglewood? Yeah, it's in Inglewood. That's where, like, it's not, it's never technically been in, a, I mean, it's LA, but it's not like, you know, Los Angeles proper. Fair. It's like, the for, it's like the four. It's like the four. They they call the forum LA, uh, you know, LA, but it's in Inglewood. I mean, it's LA County. Yeah. It's like Chicago. It's like the Sears Center isn't technically in Chicago. It's Chicago, you know, that Chicago area. Fair. That's fair. That's fair. Just like you know, Allstate Arena is not in Chicago. It's in Rosemont. Yeah. But uh. Yeah, so they locked down venues for Tampa Bay for WrestleMania weekend for 2021. Um, no words yet on what's going to happen with 2022. No, they might move it back to LA. Um, so um, our mayor has said that he isn't thinking about letting or allowing uh, big, uh, you know, crowded events happen until April of 2021. And uh, WrestleMania was supposed to take place on March 28th. So two, three days shy of what, you know, of, of the, I guess the lifting of the ban of huge events like this. And also um, when people were looking into it, apparently, uh, you know how um, for major events like WrestleMania, they have stuff like TakeOver or especially the Hall of Fame. And, you know, those events probably would have taken place at uh, Staples Center, but looks like Staples Center has already been rented out to some concert venue or some concerts uh, around that same weekend. So I think LA had already uh, knew that they weren't going to allow WrestleMania to be there or vice versa. That's fair. So that's fair. uh, yeah, it's totally fair, but even then, we don't even know. Nobody knows if those concerts that are planned for the Staples Center are going to happen regardless. Um, but it's going to be interesting to see, you know, what comes of all that. Now, speaking of changes kind of going on with, with WWE, um, it's been reported that NXT is going to be moving out of Full Sail University and into the Performance Center. Um, why is that? Is it because of the contract? Is it COVID concerns? Like, does anybody know? Um, contract. So it's been in the talks for a minute. So their contract actually officially expired at WrestleMania, WrestleMania this past year. Hmm. So they've kind of been working on a you know handshake agreement for the past couple of months. 
that makes sense. I mean, the school gets still gets money for renting out the you know the stadium, and they're not necessarily really using it for anything. But when WWE is trying to cut costs because you know they're struggling for cash, it makes mm-hmm. sense, I guess, for now for them to now go back to uh, the performance center. And people have actually not been in the performance center for very long. Um, from what I understood, that they once the COVID this uh, last COVID outbreak happened, they stopped. Um, they kind of shut down the performance center uh, to clean and stuff like that and to make sure everybody was kind of social distancing, but they also sent them to like another warehouse that they use for training and stuff. Makes sense. So, I mean, I mean, let's hope, let's hope that they took care of everything that they needed to take care of, you know, at the performance center. Last thing we need is more outbreaks of COVID in NXT. Yeah. Um, the other thing that they're talking about is because Blessing they need is another outbreak for for other reasons because the plan moving forward is to have NXT live every Wednesday. Every Wednesday? Yep. So they're sticking with Wednesdays. They're not moving to Tuesday or something. Sticking with their guns. And it's uh, I can tell if they're being petty or stubborn. <laughs> yes. It's it's kind of, I mean, it's really, really interesting just because, just because, like, you know, yeah, you're going to have your show live every Wednesday, but I mean, but I don't think it's going to help you in the rating war. It's not going to, okay, so it's not going to help them in the ratings war because, like, you know, they could still have a bunch of eyes on their product, but they're choosing to let people choose what they're going to go with because, you know, you know, we need to beat them or we need to show who's dominant, whatever. But also, you're not helping yourself creatively because now you're just counter-programming whatever they're doing. And even vice versa, AEW could say they're doing the same thing, but it doesn't really seem like they are. It seems more that NXT is counter-programming AEW at all times. Mm-hmm. So you're, you're, you're either going to be you know, pulling the trigger too fast on, on storylines, or you're going to try way too many things just to see, you know, you're going to throw so many things at the wall just to see what sticks. And, you know, that's going to kind of hurt because, you know, not everything is going to take off uh, as quickly or as powerfully as you're going to want it to. Um, So I think it's just more detrimental to the NXT product than anything else. So uh, Leo Rush now is um, OnlyFans. I'm sorry, what? Yes, Leo Rush now is on OnlyFans. How much did you pay for it? I haven't paid for it yet. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, apparently he announced today on social media that he has created his own OnlyFans account. That's um, that's interesting. How many other how many other male uh, superstars have made an OnlyFans account? Enzo Amore. Oh, that's right. And he and he teaches wrestling. Yeah. On his on his fucking uh, account. Yeah, there's no there's no word yet on what content um on what content you're gonna get on Leo Rush's OnlyFans, but I think uh, this is him. This looks like him. By popular demand, I've somehow I've somehow but finally made my way here. Is this what do you know his Twitter account? Uh Lionel something another. This is Lionel Green, this is him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The copyright okay, this is uh, all fucking bullshit. Um Guess how much his OnlyFans is. How much is his OnlyFans? Yes, I want you to take like two guesses. Fifteen ninety nine a month. Fifteen ninety nine. What else? 
Uh, $7.99. $29.99 a month. What the actual fuck? And he only has five posts right now. He has three. He has he has five posts. He has three photos, and he has ninety eight likes right now. And the only reason I can see this is because it shows you that information at the top, even if you don't subscribe. So for uh, thirty bucks a month, you could probably get I don't know like five pictures a month, and then just half assed. Oh, I'm making stuff for my OnlyFans. You know, on his Twitter and shit like that. By popular man. I can't. Who the fuck would demand this? I have no idea who would ever, 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 ever. And so I'm guessing he just started this, correct? Yes. I want to see something. Um, and Is it just Enzo or Enzo or what the fuck? Yeah, it's uh, Enzo. Enzo, yeah. And a real at real one. Uh, Enzo Mori right now. Oh, you can follow him for free. You can follow him for free? Really? That's pretty dope. Uh, you can follow him for free. He has 20 posts right now and 2.3 thousand likes. I'm assuming when you follow him, like he sends you the, uh, the paid stuff in, in your DMs. That's at least how I hear how OnlyFans works. Uh, guess when his last post was. When was it? September 1st. Really? Yeah. But he was last seen an hour ago. Interesting. Interesting. Very, very interesting. He's, I don't know. He is something else is all I can say. Um, if you guys want to follow us on OnlyFans, we don't do that. <laughs> Not yet. Not yet. I mean, it will be tasteful nudes, but it'll be nudes nonetheless. Mm-hmm. Um, if you guys want to pay for us, though, you know, you could always give us uh, some listener support money. If you want to sponsor us or whatever, what's that thing that they do on, on Anchor? Please explain that again. Anchor.fm.ndw forward slash support. Uh, that's how you can actually send us some some monies, uh, anywhere from a dollar to ten dollars. And that'll go mostly to my drug habit. No, uh, that'll go to uh, costs for us to make this podcast better for you guys. Mics, um, you know, fucking headphones and stuff like that. And, and subscribe know, fucking... to Leo Rush's OnlyFans. Yeah, I mean, we're gonna give you more content and better content than Leo Rush. Yes, we will. We will always give you better content than Leo Rush's OnlyFans. Ugh. <laughs> what else you got for us, Donald? Uh, continuing on the on the global bastard train known as La Rona. Uh, a lot of people are upset about WWE's plans moving forward after the Thunderdome. Yes, I heard about this. So, for those who are not familiar, Amway Center's contract with WWE is up at the end of October. Um, and they're going to try to figure out how to be hosting Raw and SmackDown relatively soon. But one of those plans is still traveling city to city. And so they'd probably stick to the eastern southern states, right? Because there's not a lot of west coast states that are, you know, allowing, you know, for stadiums to be open. And yeah, there's a lot of not 
nothing here in the north that's allowing to be open. So, so basically, they're going to be running WCW territory. Yep. How interesting and dumb. It's it's very very stupid. Um, it's so Triple H was actually on the call and he said that you know during an NXT call that he said WWE has no plans to travel with live audience in the near future. And, you know, of course, it's not like Triple H has ever, you know, outright just, you know, say, lied on a call before. He's a company man. He has to say what he has to say for the good of the company. Yep. When you're Vince Jr., you have to say what you have to say for money. You do. You really have to. He doesn't want another demotion. He doesn't want Stephanie to dump him, finally. (laughs) I mean, wouldn't he get child support in that scenario? Yeah, ooh, that's true. Like, or feel, you know what? I honestly feel like they they uh, signed a prenup. Oh, I'm pretty sure they did. I'm really, really sure they did. Um, Angel Garza, you know, injured himself during Clash of Champions, and luckily for him, none of his tendons are damaged or anything like that. Um, but he looks like he's going to be out for 15 days, so not too bad. No, that's not too bad. Um, I mean, again, uh, it sucks when somebody gets hurt, so hopefully he recovers uh, quickly and well. Um, did you see who else is fucking injured? Uh, are we going to talk about? Are we going to talk about Shima? Huh? Shima? No. So Shima was actually hit by a car. What the fuck? I mean, that was not what I was going on. But what the hell? Yeah. So Shima was hit by a car uh, just recently in the past couple of days. He, you know, talked about it on. Talked it up about it on uh, his Twitter account, and let me pull up the exact because I thought that's where you were going with. So he got hit by a car while he was riding a bike. Fucking hell! And uh, yeah, he you know he's been in Japan working kind of like the Japan scene because he can't you know travel here. Up. Yeah. What the fuck, dude? I didn't know that. Yeah. But did, he get, he, did he get hit here or did he get hit in Japan? Japan. Oh, okay. Fuck. So he's been, he's hurting right now. Um, our uh, thoughts, like our wish, well wishes go out out for him. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, he's here. You go. So. Here's what his exact said on he exactly said on Twitter. I'm sorry for your concern. The day before yesterday, I was injured in a traffic accident while riding a bicycle. The diagnosis results as follows: as follows, head injury, facial contusion, nasal fracture, left wrist joint contusion, right hand contusion, neck contusion, lumbar contusion. Thank you for always supporting, supporting me, supporting me. Flex biceps comeback. Aim here, Chima. Fucking hell. Well, so I mean, we, what's up? We wish him a speedy recovery because he is awesome. We do. It could have been a lot worse, and luckily it wasn't. And so, yeah, hopefully he feels better. He's able to get back out there, and we are hopefully able to see him on AEW television soon because that sucks. Wow. Um, no, but the injury that I was going to talk about was uh, the girl that can't catch a fucking break, Tegan Knox. Oh, yeah, fucking shit. So, for the third time in, like, three years, 
Her a ACL. You broke out of audio there. Okay, can you hear me again? Yeah, I can hear you now. Her ACL. Okay, her, her ACL basically popped. Like yeah. she didn't tear it. Or she wasn't doing. It just broke. Oof. And if you I don't, don't remember, Tegan Knox broke her or her ACL tour during the very first um, uh, May Young Classic, right before the match started. But she yeah. still tried to continue the match. The second time she broke it was the next year during a match, and now in 2020 she's broken it again, or it's broken again. Nobody knows how. Nobody knows exactly when or how. But uh, they kind of ran an angle where she got attacked on NXT TV uh, last week or the week before, and so now it's for sure she is out with a torn ACL. That sucks. This girl cannot catch a break. Jesus Christ! I mean, luckily it's not like an injury that's worse than you know. It's luckily it's not an injury like a concussion or anything like that. But like that still sucks, and that's going to be a lot of recovery time again. Um, NWA Power is coming back soon, maybe. It's coming back, we think. <laughs> we think. Um, yeah, I saw, um, what's his face? Uh, Billy Corgan talking about how he wanted it to come back uh, fast, you know, sooner rather than later. And hopefully it does. I mean, a lot of those NWA people, you know, they need their money. Right now they're doing those weekly pay-per-views with in England uh, to help out with, you know, their champion and stuff like that. But, you know, hopefully we see NWA power on YouTube again soon. Um, The Rock announced XFL relaunch in 2022. Um, How do you think that's going to work out? I have no idea, to be perfectly honest. Like, I'm not going to say that the XFL was doing really, really well, but it was doing a lot better than it was in its initial run. Um, You know, when they were running out stadiums, uh, you know, they weren't even at half capacity. Uh, mm-hmm. Some other teams kind of sucked, but I, from what I understood, the game that they were supposed to have at St. Louis was going to be one of their biggest audiences uh, that they had throughout that whole run up until COVID uh, started. Um, yeah. And so, I mean, who's so like, you know, maybe it was Vince's, you know, the way Vince runs it. Maybe it's just the the lack of a need for a quote-unquote arena football because that's what it basically is yeah Um, but we'll see what happens when you attach somebody's name like the rock to xfl um aw filed trademarks for the four horsemen so that's gonna be interesting because the wwe doesn't use the four horsemen name like Ever. Yeah. They don't like using anything Jim Crockett or WCW. And no. but yet they try to keep a, you know a strong hold on those trademarks still. But fuck, because I think they trademarked Halloween Havoc recently. Again. They did. Um, they did. They were like, they don't want Cody to fucking take that shit. Yeah, if I was Cody, uh, or even if I was a, uh, even if I was Tony Khan, I would have done it like straight away once AEW was was announced official. Mm-hmm. Um. Like I'm surprised. Like it was cool that they were able to use Bash at the Beach or whatever. But you know, some of those WCW names they should really go after more. But the Four Horsemen. And how are you gonna do that when Ric Flair is basically guaranteed to be WWE quote unquote property until you know ever? I mean, you have two of the four Four Horse. You have two of the Four Horsemen, and in- you have two of the Four Horsemen. But like, what's the Four Horsemen without Ric Flair? Better. Technically, you ha- technically you have three. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You're right, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. 
You're right. So you're right. That's that'll be interesting. You're right. Um, is JJ Dillon still alive? I don't know if he's still alive. Actually, I think he is because I think he was doing podcasts for MLW Radio. So I believe he's still alive. But who knows? Maybe they bring him in. That would be pretty dope. Let's see JJ I, Dillon. He is still alive. I would think. Ooh, maybe the maybe whatever Tully Blanchard is creating, maybe that's what they make. Maybe yeah, maybe they make it a new Four Horsemen. We haven't had a new iteration of the Four Horsemen since WCW. It's been over twenty years. Yeah, Uh, you obviously Um, can't use the music and everything like that. But I mean, you know, the people that the dude that writes um, AEW theme songs does a, a pretty more than decent job at it. So who knows. So, did you know originally Rusev and the whole Lana breakup thing was supposed mm-hmm. to have Rusev suffering from erectile dysfunction? You know what? That's where they were kind of leading towards. I kind of figured that. Uh, God, that was that was the end of last year, or was it this year? That was yeah. Uh, uh, that was like seven years ago. This month. It's Fuck that's man. what it feels like. I, can't, um, I still can't believe that was a thing, but Jesus Christ. Yeah, that, uh, that made sense. So, there's also talks right now of a new NXT programming called NXT Underground. Actually, that was supposed to happen, apparently, until they made Raw yeah. Underground. Yeah. And that they were going to use um, people that aren't um, used often on NXT TV, as well as uh, Evolve wrestlers. Interesting. Do you think that they would have done it the same format that they do Raw Underground, or do you think they were going to do it as a more like a Sunday Night Heat type of, type of thing? I wouldn't think of it as a Sunday. I would think of it somewhere in the middle. Because I don't know. Like, I, I really don't like. I don't like this shoot fighting shit. So, while we're kind of on topic of AEW and NXT, um, can you guess the demos for this week? Um. Okay, I I think I remember seeing them. I just don't remember the exact numbers. I know AEW beat NXT again, but it, but both of them didn't get large numbers this week. So AEW went up from eight thirty five to eight sixty six. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, on NXT, it went from seven thirty two down to six ninety six. Yeah, that's rough. Yeah, uh, and um, both had competition with the MLB and uh, just general, um, you know, news coverage of the sh- of the that weird fucking debate that happened on Tuesday. Yeah, the shit show of a of a debate. Yeah. So, but, I mean, hey, again, like they want to be stubborn and they want to keep going against uh, AEW like that, and again, like I think it's only detrimental and. You could say, you know, them moving to Tuesday, NXT moving to Tuesday would be a sign of, like, you know, weakness or a sign of giving up. But, again, I think it's, in hindsight, if you're playing the long game, I think it's dumb to not just move days. Because you're going to get number, you're going to keep getting numbers like that. There's no way you surpass, you know, AEW numbers by a large amount and especially more than a million. Yeah. Um... Quick news, Mike, Michael Elgin is in rehab for pink killer addictions. Oh, wow. Um, is he in rehab for being an asshole, too? No, he's not in rehab for being an asshole. I mean, look, I wish him nothing but the best. I hope he... 
I hope he gets the help and treatment he needs to make himself a better person. Yeah. Uh, so I, I apologize for that joke. Um, you know, um, addiction like that isn't uh, a, a joking matter. Uh, it sucks for somebody who, you know, has to deal with that. And you know, he's made the he's made the choice to seek help. Um, from what it sounds like, so hopefully he uh, gets over his addiction. But also at the same time, um, I hope he actually becomes a better person because there are a lot of people that do not like him. Yeah, I mean he's had he's had a lot of uh, a lot of shit because you know he he was recently involved with the speaking out allegations, and uh, that led to that led to impact letting him go. So. I just bought um, Fire Pro Wrestling or whatever for mm-hmm. PS4. Uh, mm-hmm. He's in that game. I didn't know he was in it. I did not know that either. Yeah. They put a lot of uh, New Japan people in that. Oh, that's, but, yeah. that's fucking crazy. Um, oh, back to just really backtrack to what you're saying about the whole Twitch thing with WWE. Mm-hmm. Um, Meltzer just reported that you know, there are WWE superstars who are livid about the new ruling. Yeah. So. And rightfully so. Um, again, uh, they are taking away their uh, form of income right now, especially during a fucking pandemic. Yeah. You know, because a lot of these people can't work. Right. Re- again, they can't work regularly. They're not getting the type of um, payouts that they would receive if they were touring and stuff like that. And again, some of them are on the sidelines, you know, to take care of their family. And I'm sure they still are getting their downside guarantee, but that still doesn't cover probably what they have to pay for. So I think, again, it, shame on WWE right now for continuing to be um, just greedy as shit when it comes to profits and the money that their uh, performers decide to make on the side. I, I'm really, it should be like, here's the thing. WWE is not the only company out there anymore yeah so they, they are the only company and the, but they seem to be the only company that's really taking a stance on this and their their um their protection of their trademarks are very disney-like in that they're very aggressive in protecting their trademarks and you can't blame them you know it is, it is their right but i mean I think it's still ridiculous that they choose to acknowledge their performance as independent contractors, but they want to do stuff like this. So, uh, the WWE draft is coming up soon. Uh-huh. Uh, Triple H said, you know, anything could happen within the draft that, you know, some his whole NXT roster could get gutted. Uh-huh. And, as uh, you know, yeah. Yeah. Like ECW was in 2008, 2007. Yep. So, that should be interesting. Oh, more importantly, The Rock unveiled the cast for the new TV show he's working on called Young Rock. Really? Mm-hmm. Who's in it? Drum roll, please. So, we have Joseph Lee Anderson, who will portray... Who will portray Rocky Johnson, the the Rock's father, mm-hmm. and then uh, Stacy Leona, who will play, play the role of Mama Rock. Interesting. Um, Anna, I I don't want to butcher her name. Tusluusli, who's playing the role of uh, Johnson's grandmother, Leah Malviva. Mm-hmm. 
Uh-huh. Uh, no word yet on who's actually going to be playing The Rock. Okay. I wonder what the age is uh, for that. I wonder, like, how old, how, I mean, is it going to be, like, everybody oh, here in this where he's, like, a young boy? Yeah. So, there's two different play- people playing The Rock. U- Uli Lakatu. I'm butchering that so bad. And Adrian Grolex, who both betraying, both betraying different stages of uh, The Rock in his childhood. Interesting. How do you feel? How, what do you, you think is going to be good? God, no. I love the rock. Yeah, I love the rock, but it's not going to be everybody hates Chris. I don't think he's. I don't think. I don't know. Hopefully, he doesn't try to make it like everybody hates Chris. But I mean, I'll I'll watch it just because you know uh, I'm a big fan of the rock, and I'm interested to see what it'll be about. I mean, I'm interested in too. Um, I'm interested in too, but I'm just. I don't think it's going to be funny. We'll see. Uh, yeah, so this week we did have some shows happen. Yes, we did. So. That's my contribution. Yes, oh, we did. You know, you know what? Before we get into all that, I think we have to talk about uh, Joy Ryan. Do we have to? We kind of have to. Uh, okay. So, Joy Ryan follow multiple multi-dealing loss, million dollar lawsuits against the speaking out accusers. Uh-huh. Um, this was filed on September 24th, claiming the woman made false accusations that have damaged his reputation and livelihood. Uh-huh. So this is how it kind of breaks down. All of the defendants, so loss of his Twitter Loss of followers on his Twitter account, at least 11,000, and is no longer getting 1,000 followers per month. Uh-huh. Loss on his Instagram account of at least 8,000 followers and no longer getting over 1,000 followers a month. Uh, loss for his venue, lost venues for his bar wrestling promotions, including Bootleg Theater in LA, American Legion Hall in Ballon Park, and Glass House in Plumora. Pomora? So, uh, sounds about right, yeah. All right. Uh, so, loss from bar wrestling an amount of $1,500,000 per month for distributions for streaming services and $2,000 per event with, with uh, two events per month. Loss of revenue from merchandising in over a million dollars per month. Mm-hmm. Loss in revenues in his and his Patreon account of at least three million a month. Sorry, three thousand a month. Wow. Lost in his cameo account of at least five hundred dollars per month. Lost in his Twitch revenues, which was about a thousand dollars a month, plus subscription shares and tips from subscribers. Lost revenues from wrestling performances and bookings of eight million dollars to ten million dollars per month. Joy Ryan is looking for resolution in the matter, as he's seeking following. Is he seeking to voluntary monetary relief? Yeah. So he's asking for two hundred million dollars. Why though? Like, is it just all past, um, past payouts, or is he looking to see? Is he seeking to get stuff that that was supposed to come to him? Seeking well? stuff that was supposed to come to him as well. 
I, I, I win. I. I mean, that's really doubling down on the "fuck you" card because you know he's he's basically saying that everything that they're saying is a lie. And if he knew there was some, that you know there wasn't some sort of truth of, to what he's saying, you know he wouldn't be going so aggressively at this. Or he's trying to scare them into again deleting their posts and retracting everything that they're saying. But I mean. The damage is already done, so I mean, so here's, I'm I'm here's sure a, there there was some inappropriate, you know, fucking uh, actions, but this is this is a weird way to go about this. So uh, there's also an order of injunction from restraining, and from Lela, I cannot pronounce some of these legal terms. Injuring. Order of in, injunction. Yeah, injunctioning, a set forth claim. Including preventing defendants from making and publishing defamatory statements of any of any iteration of the defamatory statements set forth set forth above and Hearson ordering defendants to retract the defamatory statements set forth above and Hearson ordering defendants to direct any and all websites that the defendants posted defamatory sets statements set forth above here saying and delete those statements yeah yeah he's basically asking them or making them retract um as far as paying for all his legal counsel and everything else that he was owed and just i mean this is all defamation of character that he's going after or that he you know his complaint uh, again it's um it's unfortunate for everybody that's involved because you know um, we like to believe uh survivors or uh, accusers first, or, uh, victims first, I should say. Um, and again, this is, I mean, he's really doubling down on this innocence uh, card. So who's, you know, let's see what happens with this. It's, uh, yeah, I don't know how to feel about it. Um, As people I, that used to be fans of Joey Ryan, this is very weird. And again, like, you know, when in something like this, uh, a, happens when you're a really big fan of somebody you hope that they are a really good person um inside of their craft as they would be you know in the outside world but unfortunately this isn't the case all the time and so this again this is really really weird because we're we are we were fans of him and we invested a lot of time and money into joy ryan as fans and then to see you know these people that are hurt and that have been hurt by Joey Ryan, um, you know, basically having this thrown in their face is really yeah. rough to see. I agree. I 100% agree. It's, I mean, it's really, really rough to see it. I, I honestly don't know how to fucking feel about it. Uh, I mean, you don't have to figure it out right now. Nobody does. Um, it, this is gonna take some time. Um, this is gonna, this is this is gonna go to court, uh, and I'm sure we will hear a lot more details about this. Probably more than we'll want to hear. But um, if we, when we do cover this, and if we do cover this, we will make sure to not name any names unless they are in um, any legal documents. Um, because other than that, like, we don't want to throw out any more speculation or any more rumors than there already are on Twitter and stuff like that. That's not our job. 
So, shows this week. How do we transition <laughs> to that? Uh, bro, um, I don't know. You're the one that wanted to bring us down. Fuck. You're just like, I want to talk about you. I want to talk about the most depressing thing right now. <laughs> oh, by the way, let's throw on a smile. It's just like, oh, man, we have cancer. Anyways, we're going to Disneyland. <laughs> like, fucking hell, Donald. Oh, my God. I mean, to be fair, Ross kind of like having cancer. Do you remember that part in Family Guy where Stewie and Brian are in a car Oh, no, 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 They're doing that radio show, and, like, Stewie's throwing out all those funny sounds, and then one, yeah. of, the, one of the samples is, I think it's, like, Denzel talking about <laughs> somebody getting AIDS. <laughs> yeah. And fucking, like, Brian goes, Stewie, what the fuck? And he's like, that was supposed to be pool time, I swear. I swear to God. <laughs> oh, God, yes. That's, a, that's, what, that's what that was right now. <laughs> Fucking hell, Donald. Do you want? Do you want? Do you want to read a section of Mind Kampf as well while we're at it? Like, oh, uh, so Raw was a show. Did you watch Raw this week? I tried not to, but I watched a little bit. Yeah. There is no Raw Underground. There was no Raw Underground because a lot of the people that they do Raw Underground on are being um, quarantined as well. Mm-hmm. And plus, they didn't really have too much creative direction for it as well either, from what I understand. Uh, there was no retribution for the obvious reasons that we had stated on Tuesday. Um, how did you feel about the Randy Orton attacking the Legends thing again? It was so fucking stupid. Like, I, 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 we kind of figured that they were going to, you know, lead up to a Orton-McIntyre Hell in the Cell match, but I don't know. I'm really tired of Orton and McIntyre now. Like, you can only it's... do a, the same match you know, so many times before people are just like, okay, I know where this is going. Yeah, I agree. It's, it was just so fucking, it's painful now. Like, it's just painful to watch. Yeah. Um, the Mysterio Seth Rollins thing is another thing. It's just painful to watch, like, at this point. Yeah, it's like you either pull the trigger on a heel turn now or you don't. Yeah. Now, now I guess the only question now is who's going to turn heel? Uh, Aaliyah or Dominic? Aaliyah's the mother, yeah? Aaliyah's the sister. The sister, there we go. Uh, I don't know. I mean, it, it'd be interesting to see all the Mysterios get into the family business, quote-unquote, but I don't know. I'm, like, getting less invested by the minute. Um, my whole issue is, uh, you know, you have Aaliyah, who's 19 years old, in a story. They're building a storyline romance with uh, Buddy Murphy, who is... 32 years old? Yeah. That's not right. That's gross. It's kind of cringe. I don't, I don't know. Like, we, we tried to stop. We, I, I know a lot of people have to voice their displeasure of this thing happening in movies. So to see it and happening, that's something that's sort of real life. It's kind of weird. It, it is. Um takes me out of the whole thing and i'm just i'm not into it um russ is kind of in a weird place right now because also you know you have to take in consideration that the dress is coming next week which i think we should have our own uh i think we should have our own little mock drafts of who we want to see go where Um, next week's show i already got my i already got my uh, my paper lined up i want to see everybody leave wwe (laughs) that's fair that's fair 
I don't care where you go. I don't care if you go to Ring of Honor. I don't care if you go to Impact. I don't care if you go to AEW. Just get out. I don't care if you go to Costco. Just go to. Just get out of there. Yes, please. If you need to sign up for a fucking greeter job at Walmart, just please leave. Um, yeah, NXT wasn't that great either. I'm not gonna lie. It wasn't. Uh, again, counter programming is not the best thing to do. Um, AEW was pretty decent. It usually is. Um, they've only had like one or two meh episodes as yeah. it well. Um. So for AEW, the biggest problem that they had is, you know, they set up like pay-per-view quality like shows for the first couple of months, mm-hmm. you know, to build the audience. Yeah. And now that we're not getting those pay-per-view quality style shows, like, you know, we have to, it's, it's on us to set our expectations a little bit lower. Yeah. They do at least try to give you one match that's the kind of pay-per-view quality, like when they were doing the whole um, Cody Rhodes Open Challenge thing. Like, you could say that's kind of pay-per-view quality because you were getting um, more than decent challengers. Like, I think the only people that were kind of not that huge in name value have been uh, Sunny Kiss and maybe Scorpio Sky. But even then, they have their own little following. So, of course, you know, the the diehards are going to watch that. Um, Eddie Kingston was a very nice surprise, obviously. Oh, yeah. Eddie um, Kingston, oh, my fucking God. He is amazing on the microphone. I was talking to one of my coworkers about this. Like, because we were watching, we were watching uh, Wendy's episode at work. And, yeah. like, we are talking about, like, just how amazing Eddie Kingston is on the mic. He's phenomenal. Um, if you watch BTE, he, they also do the promo class challenges on him. And he'll just get a promo on anything. And it sounds... Um, it sounds really convincing. Uh, it yeah. sounds like something that really that you would really hear during a wrestling promo, and it's 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 always it's always fun to hear those. He's um, so good. I think also my problem with AEW is the lack of a women's division, or the, not the lack of a women's division, but just there's no consistency good, in the women's good, division. Yeah, there isn't because you have Sheeta, and then right now again you have somebody from another company. You have uh, Thunder Rosa. And then you have whatever Ivalese and Diamante are doing, and then that's kind of about it. Or maybe Big Swole and Britt Baker. Um, but, like, you know, and we've talked about this, like, it was two, three weeks ago when they had that uh, Thunder Rosa and Serena Deb match. Deb mm-hmm. match uh, how a lot of that match went to commercial breaks. Yeah. You know, and they had a really good match. But, you know, they, it seems that they're not taking the women's division as seriously as they should be. Um, but... I think that's one of my problems. That's my biggest pain point as well. Um, I think they need to. And I'm not gonna say that I'm I'm not a Brandy Rhodes fan anymore, but it's just I don't know. Sometimes seeing Brandy Rhodes um, doing just all these weird like again nothing consistent is interesting. Yeah. So we'll see. Um, Yeah, I think that's it for this week's episode. Uh, Where can I find you, Don? You can find me at E-L-D-O-N-B-R-U-J-O. That's E-L-D-O-N-B-R-U-J-O. That's Eldon Brujo. Across all of my social medias, as well as the home podcast page for us, which is TNDW Podcast on Twitter, as well as Facebook. Oh, you got it. it. took you a minute, but you got it. I am Pending257 on Twitter and TNDW Podcast on the Facebook and Twitter. And uh, just like our uh, president's immune system, would you call that a show? I say it's a fucking disaster.